Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Smothered his hands all over the coffee. He was trying to put the lid on the coffee. Yeah, the woman, she put the finger in the hole. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for a woman like that for a long time, Dan. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take my wife, who's Chinese. We'll go back. We'll visit some of her family. Uh, you'll come along. Uh, we'll say that you're our son. Mm-hmm. People have a tendency to feed me. Men feed my mouth. Oh, boy. That's going to be a drop. Mm-hmm. He proceeded to shove it in my mouth. Yeah, he shoved that sausage into your mouth, Paul. Mm-hmm. So you said my face was small. How would you describe his appearance? Mm, good question. Oh, he looks like a Mr. Bean. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. He drinks at lost time. Dots. Dots. Hi again. It's the Jay and Dan podcast for the week of the hell month? February 19th. Forgot, forgot what month it was for a second there. Well, here's what happens. Uh, I'm Dan. He's here's Jay. Here's the thing. We're in South Korea for the Olympics. We're doing this podcast from there. Uh, when you're at the Olympics, you lose track of everything that's going on in the world. There's including a... the month, the day, everything. Even other things happening at the Olympics. That's right. You, you, you get a better idea of what's going on at the Olympics just by staying home and watching it because the coverage is terrific. They jump from sport to sport here. Everything's so spread out. Uh, it's kind of hard to follow everything uh, unless it's something that's right next to you, like the Olympic Park here where we have all the uh, short track speed skating. We have uh, the hockey, one of the hockey venues, curling. Lots of great stuff here. It's been a, a terrific Winter Olympic Games. Overall, Dan, as we head into our second week, would you rate it uh, more enjoyable or less enjoyable than your experience at Sochi? More enjoyable than Sochi, yes. Yes. But no comparison to Vancouver or London. Agreed. Yes, those two are so the I benchmark go, ones. Yeah, let's rank fourth. them. Rank them. I go Vancouver, London, South Korea, Sochi. I would... I would agree with those rankings 100%. London was a terrific, terrific Olympics. So I know this is uh, this podcast is huge in the Olympic community. So yep. um, we're going to tell you how to make the next Olympics better. Okay. Uh, get some food. Get you, some food in the Olympic grounds. So what has happened and what we've discovered, we've finally been able to go to a few events. Uh, the show's off and running. Uh, the crew's doing a terrific job. So uh, we ventured off and gone to a few events. And what we found is that every venue has two concessions. Yes. So for two. The, the hockey rink, there are two concession stands for the entire rink. Imagine uh, like an Air Canada Center, uh, like a Scotiabank place, like a Rogers Arena, two concessions. Because you're walking two. down these wide uh, concourses and you're like, well, you could put one there. Put a vending machine there. Put a uh, guy with a snack bar. Put some ice cream. N- nothing. There's nothing. So, and then once you get to the front of the concessions, the food isn't great. It's not, it's not representative of the delicious food we have had here in South Korea. Because that is one of the highlights for me of this entire Olympics is the food here. Yeah. That we've gone out to eat at restaurants. Last night, we went out to uh, the Mountain Cluster and had an amazing dinner. You and Dean, our camera guy, went to, uh, went to a Korean barbecue place that did pork belly. Pork belly. Yum. That's right. So uh, Very easy to order here. Most restaurants only have like two items. They specialize, right? Yes. They specialize and then, in something. And uh, then, yeah, we went to the uh, Canada-Korea game. Man, we wanted Canada to win, but we wanted Korea to score a goal just to hear the crowd. Every time. Whenever 
Korea got control of the puck, it was like, uh, remember back in like the 80s when the Habs would cross center with the with the puck, the place would start going nuts? Right. Like Matt's Nazlund on a rush. Uh, times that by 400, and you kind of sense what it was like watching that game here. It was similar when we saw that sort of now famous Russian-American hockey game in Sochi uh, that the uh, the Russians lost in a shootout to the USA. That was, like the crowd in that game was one of the loudest I've ever heard for the Russians. So it's always the host nation. They get into it. And for Korea, obviously they don't expect their men's hockey team uh, to go that far. But they were, I mean, they kind of gave Canada a scare there last night. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we went to that. We uh, we went and saw some curling the other night. Uh, just to get back to the food, not to belabor a point. But uh, I'm like, okay, here they've got noodles at this uh, this concession stand in the Olympic grounds. Uh she took it out of the fridge in a plastic container and put it in the microwave and microwaved the noodles and then handed. But the I, again, to... I want to stress that that's an Olympic thing. Like yes, food I know. wise, food wise, sounds very amazing. Maybe one of the greatest countries I've ever visited in terms of delicious, wonderful food. Yeah, you don't experience the flavor of the country that is hosting the games because they've got their Olympic brand partnership, so you can get an ice cold Coca Cola. Right. Right. But then, and you can get a cold uh, cup of noodles uh, out of the fridge. Uh, but yeah, you'd think that the IOC would loosen things up a little bit and allow a few more, maybe, uh, dare I say, local restaurateurs to yeah. have some nice stands. and Just put more of everything. <laughs> like literally, if I could just give the IOC advice, I'd say 10 times the amount of things, food, uh, stores, bathrooms, yeah. garbage cans. Maybe go to a sporting event. Yeah. Anywhere else in the world and see how they do yeah, it. Yeah, just definitely add more concession stands. We need that. <laughs> um, while you and Dean were going for pork belly and going to Canada, Korea, I went with the rest of the crew up to the mountain. Uh, Mickey, our driver, took us up there. We had a wonderful time. Uh, went through the Olympic Village up there. It's spectacular. Went to a beautiful It's about, about a 30 minute drive from where we are in the Something coastal like that cluster. To the, uh, from the coastal cluster to the mountain cluster. We had just a terrific meal up there. Korean barbecue over charcoal. Yummy. And then. Um, we got back, and half our crew, uh, we dropped them off. And then Guy, our producer, who's carrying Korean people across the street at these games, you may have seen that segment, Bur- big burly Frenchman. Guy and myself were last to get burly dropped Frenchman off. Burly Frenchman that doesn't know... Uh, Any French, a not a single French. lick of Francais. <laughs> we're the last to get dropped off. Guy's condo's near my condo. And Mickey, our driver, says, uh, I'm going for massage now. And this is... 12.30 at night, and I said, um, now? And she said, yeah, 24-hour Thai massage. And uh, immediately, Guy and I said, can we come? And she said, sure. So I know what you're thinking at home. You're thinking, uh, this is one of those places uh, with the right. happy endings. No, this is not a ha- this is a true, authentic Thai massage. We got there. It was uh, $50 for an hour, and uh, you got your, your you changed into what are almost like burlap sack type robe, uh, type pajamas. Okay. Uh, tops and bottoms. You sit at a little um, a little foot bath, and uh, three Thai women come out and individually uh, wash our feet, and then we all go into the same room together. This is what really blew my mind. Instead of going into an individual room for a massage, like like I would always do, we all went into it was almost like a small gymnasium with mats on the floor. And we all lied down together, so I was next to Guy, <laughs> hearing every uh, bone crack, every grunt, every sigh. But you, again, you have the sack on. We're completely clothed. Okay, now do you 
do you have a conversation with Guy at this point, or do you just stay silent? No, I, I was too kind of like, uh, this is weird. I just hope he doesn't fart. Um, I, like I know at one point Mickey fell asleep. I could hear her sleeping, and that happened sometimes in massage. She just fell asleep because it was such were, a relaxing you and massage. You were talking about the leaps. How about those buds? Well, we weren't talking, but uh, and this is what made Guy a little upset, is that the Thai girls were talking to each other the entire time, clearly making fun of us, of us right? Talking about our bodies and how inadequate they were. Um, talking about how physically inept we probably were. And then what Mickey surmised is they were talking about Guy's thick, burly muscles and how it would be difficult to massage him because it would be like massaging a, a wood table. That's right. You know, like a wood table. So it would be very difficult. So, Mickey, why don't you come on in here? And uh, and I just want to get your take on Mickey, the whole experience. Uh, if you, uh, if you uh, listen to our first podcast from the Olympics last week, a breakout star of these games on SportsCenter and on the podcast. Hello. How are you doing? Um, so that was an amazing thing. First of all, I couldn't believe it was 24 hours. Like these ladies are just sitting around all night long waiting for people to show up out of the bars to get massaged. Yes, yes. <laughs> and how often do you go to this time massage? Uh, once a week. Wow. I, I, I feel like I'm going to go every night for the remainder of the games. Is that okay? Yeah, you should. Now, do they have the, the happy ending massage as well uh, nearby? Uh, just in case Guy wants to go? Mm, yeah. Yeah, they do? Yeah. Okay, so if Guy wanted to go to the happy ending massage, you'd point him in that direction? Okay, I will. Okay, perfect. Mickey, Mickey aside from the massage, how's your Olympic experience now that we're a week in, over a week in? <laughs> are you having fun? Yeah, really. Or are you uh, saying, okay, enough, everyone get out of my country? No, no, no. Your guys are so uh, kind and funny and yeah, everything is fine. Yeah, thank you. I understand you had some questions you wanted to ask us, maybe. Yes, uh, but uh, can I ask? <laughs> yes, of course. Anything okay. you want. Yeah. Okay. Last week you said I looked like Mr. Bean. It was our breakout viral video hit of the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And you are so popular in Canada, right? We're pretty famous there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How could you say that? No, no, I just, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. And you are so tall. So, what is, um, you are being a tall, what is good thing? What's good about being tall? Yes. Uh, I'm glad you asked me that question. First thing that comes to mind is concerts, to go see a concert. Mm -hmm. And I am always taller than everyone, so I can see better. Oh. And you can reach everything on the top shelf. Yes, yes. And oh. my wife is very short. Yes. And she, and so I have to, she needs help to get things from the top shelf in our kitchen, and so I can help her do that. Oh. Uh, so that's, I would say, two things right there. Perfect. Um, what else? What else can I tell you? Uh, gives me lots more real estate to be massaged at the Thai massage place when mm -hmm. I go there with Guy every night. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's not great for planes. Mm -hmm. Not great for uh, for seat room. Not great for beds. Not great for showers in most uh, Asian countries. Um, other than that, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, what about bad things? Bad things? Mm. Yeah, I would say that just that just sometimes it's... Hitting his head a lot. Yeah, I hit my head sometimes. And also, uh, when you're in a car, I find sometimes there's not enough leg room or a plane or something like that. Oh, so when you was young? Yeah. Well, or even now. Yeah, even now. Oh, so uh, when you was young, uh, the friends, they told you um, not, you know... Oh, are you you're a giant in that state? Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they would sometimes say that. Yeah, but uh -huh. they meant it in a nice way. I think. Um, so yeah. You feel good. 
Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, oh. I feel very good after that Thai massage last night. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm rearranging. Uh, Dan's having problems with his cords. There's so many cords. It's like I'm hooked up to. Uh, Dan's having a oh, wire shit. issue. Oh, and and so we went to the beach. Remember? Beach today. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, many Korean, all the Korean men, uh, women think, uh, Danny. Yes. Danny is good looking. Yes, Korean people think Dan is good looking. Yeah. And um, you explained it's because he has a small face. Yes, small yes. face. It was very odd when we went down there for it's called the Burning Festival. Yeah. Is that when the children would come up to me and shake my hand? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he has small face. So maybe I should just move here. Oh, <laughs> but Tyson will miss you. Uh, maybe not that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll replace him with Guy. And then uh, Mickey, we went to the uh, Mountain Cluster the other night. We've been hanging out a lot, a lot with uh, John Morris, the gold medal winner. Yes. And um, he carried you on his shoulders. Oh, who says that? Yeah, well, I, I posted it. The whole world It's saw. not bad. Yeah, really? that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that means no you're deal. happy. You're having fun. Yeah, you, we were having a great night then. So everybody knows I'm fat. No, 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 Mickey, no, no, come on, no, no, John, no, no, they, they just saw you uh, riding on Johnny's shoulders, and, uh, and they thought you, you made a lot you, of Canadians jealous. You seemed very, uh, very happy. You, yeah, that's yeah. true. You made a lot of Canadian women very uh, jealous. But the truth thing is, he has a girlfriend. Well, he does. He does. Yes, yes, yes that's true. Yes. But what happens in Korea? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that one of your highlights? Because you got to but wear actually, a gold medal. He, he's not my type. Actually. Oh, he's not your type. Yeah, yeah. Who? Mm. Uh, what is your type, Mickey? Jay. Yeah, Jay Johnson. <laughs> Jay, so, another, uh, so Jay is one of our crew members. But, what do you like about Jay Johnson? But he's 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 married and he has. Two children. That's right. Perfect. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't have a wife in Korea, and everybody needs one. How come? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why don't you, Jay? I think you should go to the hospital. You think yeah, I should yeah, go to the hospital? Yeah, he needs some help. So he needs help in his head, right? He needs yes, head help. Yes. I do need head help. I do need head help. Uh, uh, one question I had, Mickey, for okay, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are no birds in your country. Oh, no birds. Uh, but we have a dove. Pigeon, yeah, we have pigeons. Yeah, yeah. doves. And yeah, sparrow. Yeah, yeah. but and and seagulls. We uh, saw seagulls. Oh, we saw today. seagulls. Yeah, yeah, but be honest, Korean people they don't like birds. Really? Yes. So the, the birds so understand this, and they're like, "Okay, I they, see what's happening." You know what? Here. I'm gonna skip over here. I'll go to China, <laughs> or I'm gonna go to Japan. I don't want to go to Korea. The people don't like us there. Oh, okay. But, yeah. you know, you are enjoying Korean food, right? Oh, we love it. We love it. Um, the other thing I noticed, there's um, there's no garbage containers, but there's no garbage anywhere. It's, it's so, so clean. It's one of the cleanest countries I've ever been to in my life. Do Korean people keep their garbage in their pocket? And then at the end of the day, they get home and they're like, oh, I got all this garbage. It's going in my own garbage can at home. Because there's nowhere to put your garbage. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. That yeah. makes sense to me. Did you like when we went to Austria House the other night? Yeah, he's... Can, but we can't say uh, slang, right, here? Why not? Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> why? What happened? <laughs> he's <laughs> good-looking. Oh, so she's... <laughs> Whoa! So, wow, Mickey. What, what wow. the <laughs> Mickey! <laughs> Mickey, you just took it from PG to R-rated Instantly. Well, uh, Mickey's talking about uh, when we got to Austria House with John Morris and, and yeah. some of his friends. Yeah. Um, immediately, Mickey said, oh, the guy behind the counter 
when you walk in, it's a very good-looking guy. Yeah. So maybe we can uh, post a picture of him. He was very nice. He came out and took a picture with you. Yeah. And then I believe later that night you guys went for a Thai massage. Oh, you didn't do that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think he's going to be a star. He's really good looking. Okay. Okay. I so like someone that. has uh, tickled yeah. your fancy. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thanks for joining us, Mickey. Do you have anything else? Your yeah, any other words? questions? Uh, sorry for slang. Uh, it's my fault. Yeah. No, no I liked no, it. No. I, I thought that was great. Fine. Thank you for everything, Mickey. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for driving us around all week and, and being such a good sport, Mickey. You've been awesome. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, Here, I'll take that from you. It's Mickey, Perfect. our driver. I, we're working on our Canadian citizens citizenship as we speak. Yeah. Mickey, would you move to Canada? Ship, ship. Yeah. You would? Yeah. Why not? She's been to Montreal. That's right. So she knows it well. Um, meanwhile. Okay, so um, Olympic plans for the rest of the week. What uh, what events do you want to see? I need to get up and see some, some mountain events. I'd love to see the big air, our buddy Mark McMorris. Um, that would be probably my, my number one priority. My little friend. I had a nice chat with his dad, Don, the other day. Yeah, we met him at Canada House. What a terrific guy he is. Such a nice family. And Craig's doing... Craig McMorris, Mark's brother's doing a great job on the Olympic overnight show. So I'd like to get up there, Dan. Uh, The mountain... If I could live anywhere here in Korea, I think it'd be up at the the mountain in Pyeongchang. The resort is so beautiful. You mentioned... to be a ski bum. You mentioned the beach today, how we went and shot it. Did you, we mention all the coffee? Pl- how many coffee places there I are? I don't know here? if we did. We did. That was our story today that we did. There is. It's called like the Coffee Mile or something like that. There's forty to fifty coffee places, and you walk into each one, and it's nicer than any coffee place in Canada, aside from Tim Hortons, our friends. Right, right. Uh, it was. Uh, they're all uh, beautiful furniture, serene, quiet. Be- they're gorgeous. Like the, but the- here again, I don't mean. I'm, oh, I just like to point really out things where I'd improve. Everybody, here coffee is unreal, but there's no food to go along. There's like pieces of bread. There's literally. A- well, there was cake. There was uh, Dean and I had uh, some cake today. Mine, I had cheesecake. It was sensational. Give me a sandy. But well, at Adia, which is sort of or DF, I'm mispronouncing that. I apologize to uh, Korean Canadians. Adia or Adia Coffee is sort of the Starbucks of Korea. They have food there. It's not um, well. Actually, the muffins are good. Yeah, they, we've had a lot of blueberry muffins. A lot of muffins. Those are tasty. Um, uh, so I had another uh, only at the Olympics moment the other night when you guys went to the mountain. Dino and I, we had finished our Korean barbecue when we were coming out, and I'm like. We're in a back alley in South Korea, and I, I see a man walking down. I'm like very weird that you would be walking. Like there's that's Chris Chelios who we worked with for two and a half to three weeks in Russia covering the Olympics for Fox. So I'm like Chelly, and he's just like, ah, oh, here's just some dumb American. Some he's like, yeah, I'm like Chris, it's Dan. He's like, oh, I didn't know who it was. And then you remember the wild dogs in Russia? They were a constant story. Yes. While I say hello, and we stop to co- talk to Chris Chelios, out of nowhere. A three-legged wild dog came walking down the alleyway and walked past us, and we just all looked at each other, and then we're like, okay, we're out of here. Do you think he was a Russian dog that made his way all the way from Sochi to here and then said to you, do svidaniya, and then just kept kept walking along? You know, Chelly has had the line in the Olympics. He said, yeah, Bacchus is probably going to adopt that thing. <laughs> yeah. David Backus adopted a lot of dogs at Sochi. Has anyone got an update on those dogs? Are I'm they not doing sure okay? how they're doing in St. Louis? I hope they're okay. Do they miss Russia? Do they understand English? Uh, what do dogs? Uh, to me, uh, didn't Gary Larson, the Far Side cartoonist, have a 
great, great thing about that where he said, dogs, all they understand is we say, hey, Rover, come over here, Rover. Come on, Rover. Come on over here, Rover. And all they hear is... Blah 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 rover blah 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 rover blah 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 rover blah blah rover. That's dogs. Let's bring in another guest. Yes, this is exciting for me. Our our star director of photography. He has been to many Olympics. We want to get him his thoughts on this one compared to other Olympics. Former pro hockey player. That's right. You his pickup group, Dino. Dino, talk about the guys you play hockey with. Yeah, the with. guys you play hockey with every week. Who you got? You got Thomas Caberlet out there. Who else? Uh, Thursday morning is a good go. It's it's led by Big E. Is that uh, mic on? Check, the train. Check. One, two. <laughs> you hear it? So. so, yeah, you got the Big E. We got the Big E out there. Um, uh, Nick Kiprios. Kipper. Good guy. Uh, Darcy Tucker, although he had hip surgery in the offseason. Not back yet. Good Alberta boy. I shouldn't boy. reveal that actually. Lower body. Lower body entry. So you you got a heck of a pickup so group we got there. Thursday morning. Uh, yeah, that's Eric Ice. He's had that for a number of years. Started. So I these sk- guys seriously just have a love for the game. Yeah, Lindros still loves to play. Yeah. Uh, Thomas see, Caberlet loves to play. Yeah, I love uh, that Caberlet stayed in Toronto. Yeah. Just yeah. Rob DeMaio has been out a few times. Uh, Chris King has skated with us. Uh, David Nemirovsky is skating with us regularly now. Tucker will be back once he's healthy. Uh, well, Paul Coffey came out. I didn't make the skate. He Paul Coffey came out two weeks in a row, I think, just before he went out to Edmonton. Just going to end to end with rushes. Debut, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's talented. I'm 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 like just honored that they let me still on the well, same. We ran season. into a Canada house, another one of your buddies, uh, Stumpy, yeah, Stumpy Steve Thomas, who's actually he came up to. He's a massive fan of the show. Watches all the time. That's yeah. great. Love Stumpy. Yeah. His son, he, Christian, and playing Stumpy used Team to Canada. skate at that Thursday morning skate right. before he uh, got his first job in Tampa. Yeah. And Stumpy um, seems to be having a blast. Like all the, It's so funny. Like For him, it must be amazing because he's you know parent of an Olympian now. Uh, unexpected. And uh, you, I think fun. he was a little upset the other day. That first game we went to, the Czech game, he said, my kid, I, don't, I flew all the way over here. My kid hardly played in the third period. <laughs> well, he scored against uh, He got Korea. a beauty goal last yeah. night against Korea. First one, game winner, right? Dino, you were with us in London. Uh, talk about your favorite memories of the London Olympics. Ooh, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> how would this one compare? So yeah. How, uh, what number of Olympics is this for you? How many have you been to? It, I think this is uh, fifth. Fifth one. For you me. were in Turin, right? Uh, Torino. Salt Lake. Salt Lake City. Athens. Right. London Turin, and this one. Yeah, and this one. Five. Right. Yeah. So where does this one rank among this all one, those? This is up there. Yeah, it's been fun. A little different role, right? We... Actually, the last two I've done, since we're not really chasing uh, the athletes and the sports out <coughs> at the venues, we're doing the show here, and, and the athletes are coming here. So, But we're getting to... And when we get out, though, it's great, because we can just go watch the games. And, That's right. We have a great time doing it. Yeah, we were... Uh, we should get Dino on a broadcast. He was breaking down the rushes and the uh, the power play. <laughs> you know the game. Yeah. Tell, tell us a bit about for the about your playing career, Dino. Tell us about because you were drafted by the Red Wings, right? Am I right I, about that? I, I, I um, like Eric Lindros. Actually, I was a first overall. It was just a difference of thirteen rounds. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, played. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a long time ago. Yeah. What? What year? What year were you drafted? Seventy-seven. You were yeah, drafted. I was Detroit's twelfth pick in the thirteenth round. Amazing. Yeah. My my career was brief. So you went to a camp. Who would have been at that camp? Yeah, I did. Um, 
four NHL training camps in total. Two with uh, Detroit and two with St. Louis. Yeah. And you t- like some of the guys you played with. It's so funny. We'll just talk about a guy. We we were walking by these guys, these American fans, and they had never forget miracle. They had jerseys on. One yeah, was one, one was nine, and the other was eighty. It was pretty brilliant. And, and you said, "Oh, I played with Mike Ruzioni. Yeah, like you played with, with a lot of a lot of interesting yeah. guys." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Claude Julian and I roomed together when we were in St. Louis's organization in uh, eighty eighty one. We were both playing in Port Huron in the IHL, and I roomed with Claude for a few months there. And uh, yeah. uh, Mickey Redman, you mentioned. Mickey, Mickey Redman tried to make a comeback in seventy nine. We had training camp with Detroit in Glens Falls, New York. Yeah, he was there then. Yeah. It must have been a different before who social ten- media. Who were the Wings tenders then? Yeah, this is funny. I'll tell you. In '78, in training camp with Detroit, in '78, in Kalamazoo, Jimmy Rutherford was one of the goals. Wow. Was wow. That? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, here come the Jets. Uh, for some reason, we have fighter jets that fly over. No, the no reason to be worried about that. Do you know? The, do you know the time before social media? <laughs> oh man, it must have been wild, eh? Playing, playing in the, in professional hockey. Pre-social media, you guys must have gotten into a lot of trouble. Oh, they're get, they're really low this time. I think the mics might even pick these guys up. They're doing it just a flyover, but they're keeping us safe. Oh, that's, that's a, a huge plane. Oh, that's man. the same guy that flew over the beach earlier today. Apparently, Tim's producer Tim says we can hear that. We can hear that. We yeah. can hear that plane. Oh, wow, that is a massive plane. Okay, that's good. Have you felt? Is I felt extremely safe here, considering we're bordering on North Korea. Oh yeah, well. It, it, who has it said like about the second day we were here? Um, they fear the Americans more than the North Koreans here. Right. They fear Trump. Yeah, they don't. They really Americans, don't like yeah. Trump. They really aren't. And we went to if the. We were DMZ. wondering. Uh, that was. We had some com- communication problems at the uh, the DMZ yeah, security yeah. checkpoint. Yeah. Men with guns. Bad or, start. We call that. And we said, Mickey, Bad what start. Are they, what are they saying? And Mickey's like, okay. We're like. Just tell what are they? And then we had to turn around. And she's film. never very panicked. No, like, like yeah. she's never. Give her credit. And he I know was that, his pants. Yeah, yeah, Dean, you were you were not. Well, happy. I was driving at the time, and we're, and we're not used to people like you know uh, military guys, full fatigues, uh, with rifles over their shoulders and hand grenades yeah. on their hips, and asking us to. Uh, you know, they were pretty aggressive, right? They, Unless they're the security guy at the Dollarama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, um, I, you know, to her, I guess they're they're more used to that. Yeah, like so it's not. I think so their foreign. question is because we needed yeah. a, like a little visitor's card to get past the checkpoint, yeah. and then uh, you said you got to wait till ten ten right. to drive to the the DMZ zone, which is uh, a four kilometer stretch between the two countries. Um, and then you just race to that border. It was like the cannonball run to the border. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite line of the Olympics. That that race to get to the DMZ. And then was once like you the get there, run. it's you're just looking across at uh, yeah. the other country. So there is something about it though. The rest of our crew went yesterday, and like we all said, it's it takes a long time to get there. It's kind of a pain in the butt. But just to see North Korea, to just have, look at yeah. it with your own eyes, is kind of interesting. You know, it's just another country like any other country. It just has a crazy dictator. But but the what what's I don't know. It's it's very sobering, but but I guess we're going there expecting to see like uh, tanks pointed right. this way and, yeah, and yeah. guards like just yeah. staring at you. There's no yeah. evidence of that anywhere. We no. didn't see until we got to the checkpoint, and you pointed this out an hour into the drive. We had not seen another human, and there's yeah. homes, there's cars, there's businesses. Yeah. We had not seen. Well, one it was human. it was Korean New Year that day, so everyone was yeah. inside getting bombed. Yeah, but it's I getting and, and I theorize that those are like fake villages. Right, you thought they just were built along the way. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Well, there's yeah. these 
huge overpasses that you pass under, and it's not a bridge. It's just a device. If they're being invaded, yeah, just, the, the concrete blocks blo- drop down and block the road. Yeah, the North right. Korean speed bumps, they call them. Yeah. 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 It was very I wonder odd. how long they'd actually slow them down, Dean. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was an experience, though. Yeah, the, experience. the whole trip has been, been really, really enjoyable. And, uh, Dino, are you going to come with us for a Thai massage today? Jeez. <laughs> you got, I've got Leafs Post. I, you, got to, you know, actually, yeah, I've, I've got to check my email. <laughs> and I can only stay till Friday. <laughs> i got to... I'm back. Okay. I, I gotta you got to go. go to Jay Spring training. I got yeah. I got. I got. I'm busy next week. Are you guys staying? What are you doing We're, after the? Are you? Are, we would love. We got to get back for trades. Yeah, you're only here for this, the the end of the week, and then you're that's done. Right. Yeah, we're here for yeah. the Olympics. We're just yeah. here for the Olympics. Yeah, and then we got to go back and do a six to ten segments on Trade Center. Fill some time. Yeah. Well, you know, twenty four hours travel. Get a nice snooze on the plane. You'll be fresh. Dino, how's the? Uh, I think everyone on the cruise lost weight because uh, you've been working. It's tough to find food to go. Uh, you down some LBs like the rest of us? And the walking, too. Huh? We've yeah. had a lot of long walks yeah. home at night. You always do, though, at the Olympics. Things are spread out. This is the most spread out Olympics I think we've been to in terms of the mountain cluster, then this, mm-hmm. trying to get around to things. Um, but, yeah, you do end up walking a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, it, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. we got a show to do. we got to do a show. Yeah, all right. Yeah, um, this has been fun, Dino, and fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing you at uh, Tokyo 2020. What do you What do you say? Let's make it six for six. We'll try. Okay. We'll yeah. We'll try. <laughs> Should we just stay over? Yeah. Like, we just didn't know we're gonna go back. We oh, you just... guys are. Yeah, yeah, we're going home. Yeah, we got to go home, Dino. Oh, you're not. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Because it's close. <laughs> it, I know it's, it's very close. close. It mean, would be. It would make want... more sense for Bell yeah, to just what? fly us from here. Why would you go all the way back and then? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. why don't we just stay here? Again? Stay here. Can we just stay in Korea? I mean, it's, you know, okay. time flies. You know, it's, it's, This show doesn't cost much to do from here. We can do it from Tokyo time. I'll lose yeah. all my money in Thai massage, so it's probably best if we all go right. back. Uh, okay, right, well, Dino. thanks for listening, Canada. Um, next time uh, we speak to you, we'll be talking to you from back in North America. That's right, on uh, Trade Deadline Day. We'll do a podcast uh, right after Trade Deadline Day. We'll tell you all how, how that show goes. Dino, fly safe. Yo, safe travels. Thanks, everybody. See you later.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. 